0: Hello, this is RJ Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Salinas versus United States Railroad Retirement Board. So are to the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. Argued November 2nd, 2020. Decided February 3rd, 2021. If you'd like to support the podcast, please stay tuned to the end of the podcast. In 1992, petitioner Manfredo M. Salinas began seeking disability benefits under the Railroad Retirement Act of 1974 RRA. based on serious injuries he suffered during his 15-year career with the Union Pacific Railroad. Salinas's first three applications were denied, but he was granted benefits after he filed his fourth application in 2013. He timely sought reconsideration of the amount and start date of his benefits. After reconsideration was denied, He filed an administrative appeal arguing that his third application, filed in 2006, should be reopened because the U.S. Railroad Retirement Board board had not considered certain medical records. An intermediary of the board denied the request to reopen because it was not made within four years of the 2006 decision. And the board affirmed. That's uh, 20 CFR section 261.2b. Salinas sought review with the Fifth Circuit, but the court dismissed the petition for lack of jurisdiction, holding that federal courts cannot review the board's refusal to reopen a prior benefits determination. Um, The decision below was reversed and remanded, and Justice Sotomayor delivered the opinion of the court. The board's refusal to reopen a prior benefits determination is subject to judicial review. The RRA makes judicial review available to the same extent that review is available under the Railroad Unemployment Insurance Act, RUIA. C. 45 U.S.C. Section 231G. Thus, to qualify for judicial review, the Board's refusal to reopen Salinas' 2006 application must constitute any final decision of the Board. Section 355F. It does. The phrase, any final decision, denotes some kind of terminal event, and similar language to the Administrative Procedure Act has been interpreted to refer to an agency action that both, one, marks the consummation of the agency's decision-making process, and two, is one by which rights or obligations have been determined from which legal consequences or from which legal consequences will flow. That's uh, Smith versus Barry Hill. The Board's refusal to reopen Salinas' 2006 denial of benefits satisfies these criteria. First, the decision was the terminal event in the Board's administrative review process. After appealing the intermediary's denial of reopening to the Board, Salinas' only recourse was to seek judicial review. Second, the features of a reopening decision make it one by which rights or obligations have been determined or from which legal consequences will flow. For example, a reopening is defined as a conscious determination to reconsider an otherwise final decision for purposes of revising that decision. That's 20 CFR Section 261.1, little c. It therefore entails substantive changes that affect benefits and obligations under the RRA. The board reads Section 355F's earlier reference to any other party aggrieved by a final decision under subsection C to mean that each authorized party may seek review of only a final decision under Section 355C. Section 355F, however, uses the broad phrase any final decision without tying it to the earlier reference to Section 355C, a notable omission, since Congress used such limiting language elsewhere in Section 355. See Section 355 C5. Any ambiguity in the meaning of any final decision must be resolved in Salinas' favor under the strong presumption favoring judicial review of administrative action. That's uh, Mach Mining LLC versus EEOC. The board attempts to rebut that presumption by arguing that various cross references within Section 355 prove that Section 355F and Section 355C are co-extensive. There are several indications, however, that 355F is broader than 355C. For example, under Section 355G, determinations that certain unexp- unexpended funds may be used to pay benefits or refunds are subject to review exclusively under Section 355F. Yet, the Board concedes that such decisions fall outside 355C. The board's remaining arguments also fall short. First, the board analogizes 355F to the judicial review provision addressed in Califano versus Sanders, but the later provision contains an express limitation that section 355F does not, distinguishing Califano from this case. Second. The board argues that reopening does not qualify for judicial review because it is simply a refusal to make a new determination of rights or liabilities, like the denial of reopening in Your Home vi- Visiting Nursing s- or Nurse Services Incorporated versus Shalala. The statute in Your Home, however, did not implicate the presumption in favor of judicial review and was narrower than Section 231 g which simply incorporates Section 355 into the Railroad Retirement Act. Finally, the fact that the Board could decline to offer reopening does not mean that, having chosen to provide it, the Board may avoid the plain text of Section 355 f The Board's decision to grant or deny reopening is ultimately discretionary, however, and therefore subject to reversal only for abuse of discretion. See 20 CFR section 261.11. The decision below is reversed and remanded. Justice Sotomayor delivered the opinion of the court, in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Breyer, Kagan, and Kavanaugh joined. Justice Thomas filed a dissenting opinion, in which Justices Alito, Gorsuch, and Barrett joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of us, we can be reached at RhodesScholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and the number eight zero. Or if you'd like to support the podcast or support me as I slog through law school, please find the podcast on Patreon or follow the PayPal link in the show notes.